So the appreciation for that stuff definitely is isn't waning. Right. Bruce waiting. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna need a big show. We're gonna need a bigger, 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 bigger. We're gonna need a big show. We're gonna need a bigger show with Mike Kevin Guest. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another Bigger Show News Review. Cameron. Hey. Welcome back. Welcome back. You gotta do one more. There you go. There you go. Are we doing? Well, welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, it was kind of a tennis ball thing, and then that turned into welcome back, Cotter. Yeah, Mister Cotter. Hey, up your nose with the rubber hose, man! Come on, (laughs) come on! You got up your ass with broken glass. Did they ever say that? Can they say ass? No, I no. That was in the uh, SNL uh, Welcome Back, Cotter, directed by Quentin Quentin Tarantino. Tarantino. Yeah, I just killed him. I swear. (laughs) That thing. Who played was Mike Myers playing Connor? That sounds right. Yeah, I think, I think it was. Uh, David Spade was like a little skinny blonde kid, and that was kind of funny. I don't know. Wait, are you confusing Welcome Back, Connor, with the anything childish? The child stars, like, do you remember that one? No, where Danny Vadaducci's on it, and it's like the real life or the the adult life of child stars. I or, don't remember this. Yeah, I don't know if that was SNL or not, but that was really funny. Okay. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> tangential. How uh, how's your week, Ben? Pretty good. How it's about Monday, so yeah, just starting. <laughs> well, they don't know what day it is. Oh shit! <laughs> Edit that out. Uh, good. It's been good since the last time we met, which was a while ago. I yeah. guess. Yeah, about a week and a half. Has it really been that long? Something I feel like, like you're perpetually in my life. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I do sleep in your bed, Mike. <laughs> Uh, you do anything fun lately? You want a day trip? What? Uh, Chattanooga day trip? Yeah. <laughs> do you is that, what you're, talk is about that what you're referring to? I guess so. Did you go on another day trip? I don't no, know about? no, that was the one. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we don't have to talk about it. Dark things happen, Mike. Some <laughs> I, dark did things. Did you kill a drifter? Uh, I drifted a killer. <laughs> <laughs> Tokyo drifted a killer. <laughs> I didn't really think about what that meant, and now that you put that picture in my head, I like yep. it a lot. You and Jason, like, in a fucking car, Tokyo drifting <laughs> yeah. everywhere. Yeah, wake up in a car, Tokyo, Tokyo drifting, drifting all over the place. <laughs> Bless the Professor Brothers. Yes. Uh, I saw... Shout out to Brad Neely? Yeah. Yeah, yep. Brad Neely. I saw uh, It Follows twice mm-hmm. at theaters. You should go see it. As it well. Does it redefine the horror genre? No. Says, ain't it cool news? No. It does not redefine the horror genre, but it does a lot of stuff really, really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this thing about it being, you know, the scariest movie in years, I don't think that that's accurate, much in the same way that it wasn't really accurate with Duke, but both movies kind of have this similar uh, motif of just unrelenting dread Mm -hmm. and uh both movies kind of unrelenting dread is like the sequel to judge dread right i am going to slap you (laughs) it should be i'm just saying um anyway it's also they they both kind of uh have a lot more to do with i think style Mm -hmm. uh not necessarily over the substance because i feel like both movies have a lot of substance but Okay, if I were to say, like, uh, It Follows and Excision and Whiplash, like, I feel like uh, 
every frame is intentional. Yeah. You okay. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like nothing is, so there's stuff in it. It follows like both times and more so the second time. Cause I got to really look at everything that, uh, I think that there's a purpose for all of it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So it's between it follows Babadook and the evil dead remake. I'm just behind on, uh, yeah, you, like enough? unanimously awesome horror movies. Oh, a lot of people hated the Evil Dead remake. I doubt I would. It just I'm it, surprised you haven't seen them. Yeah. You haven't seen any of those? I haven't seen that. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't seen, seen that. that. That's yep. gonna end up being the song. You probably. Uh officially or unofficially. Um No, I need to load you down with some stuff though, because cool. all three of Feel my cool. arms. <laughs> well, I read a thing today about uh, the the horror films that affect me the most are like a horror film horror with heart uh-huh. and this new I mean I shouldn't say new trend like Fido kind of uh, but more like uh, I mean I guess more like the Babadook and like the stuff that Del Toro does yeah and yeah. Uh, lately I I don't want to call it a new trend I guess a reemerging trend because it happens every once in a while but lately films like it follows and the Babadook, uh, a girl who, who walks home, a girl walks home alone at night, Spring, Starry Eyes. These films just have this really. Uh, there's a lot of subtext, and everything is just visually, you know, just a feast. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. it's insane. Uh, so this idea of art, or horror as art, that happens every once in a while and is definitely yeah. happening right now is is really exciting. Yeah, and that's the kind of horror that I like the most, you know. Well, hopefully we're we're at the end of what's become sort of an annoying uh, trend in in the just gore for the sake of gore. Well, and and just movies that are just sort of I guess mean spirited, you know, like mean spirited horror movies where you're just seeing uh, horrible things happen to people and that kind of stuff. Yeah, with no real message behind it. Yeah, and I feel like none of the ones that I just mentioned have any threat of that at all Mm -hmm. you know there's definitely uh a reason for all of it yeah so yeah uh another tangent but an important one i think Mm -hmm. uh so yeah that's what i've been doing but while we've been gone some news has happened some news today just Mm -hmm. today it was announced that disney is developing a live action mulan movie hmm you know i've never seen mulan really yeah you haven't seen that? You haven't seen that? <laughs> I wish we could just get Jason Sudeikis in here to do his little running man dance. Yes. Brings me joy. Uh, it's. I mean, it's not my favorite Disney movie, but it's mm-hmm. not the worst either. I just think it's a strange choice. It is kind of weird. I don't understand why they're updating all of their animated films as live action films now. Yeah. Well, I know they did Cinderella. What else are you referring to? Well, I mean, Maleficent is close. Yeah, true. Uh, they're doing Beauty and the Beast. I've heard that they're doing Little Mermaid. Dumbo. Tim Burton's doing Dumbo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, weird. Okay. Uh, Del Toro. It's so they can all, they can do a big media push with with, uh, my favorite show, Once Upon a Time. (laughs) And so... It's such a bad show. Can we it just... really is it's, uh, garbage. It's, it's uh, yeah. It's sacks upon sacks of garbage. I don't understand. I've tried. Like, and I love the idea of it. 
Mm-hmm. The concept, the mere concept of Once Upon a Time is appealing this, to me. I, it's like every time I, you know, just hear it on, my wife watches it. Even she's not that, she, even she's like, this show sucks. But she just likes <laughs> but to watch she gotta, it. But she's got to get through it. Yeah. And um, I'm not allowed in the same room anymore because I won't stop talking. Well, it's just visually, like, I think the villains look cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the CG I, I, looks like Mortal Kombat Annihilation. It's so bad, and yeah. it's it like put a little bit of budget. I mean, it's one of like it's got to be one of ABC's like highest rated shows, if not its highest rated show. And then like everything is green screen. Yes, it's nothing is pain- practical. It's at painful all. to look at. The environments are when, all when they do the ones where they're like in this, and I understand it's hard to find a grand ballroom, right? But they'll when they have these ones where it's. An entire, like their entire environment is green screen. That it it just makes you feel sick. sick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so whenever I hear the writing, I always try to figure out like what is it? Like what am I? And last night I was like, this show is written by robots. <laughs> so I I don't know. The, my first thing was like it's written by like people who graduated from romance novel school. Right, and like now Harlequin school. Yeah, yeah, and now they're like, okay, we well, can write a show now. <laughs> but but now I'm starting to think it's all it's all just computers. It's bad. It's really it's painfully bad. Or maybe it's Mad Libs. Maybe it's written by Mad Libs. <laughs> well, this is what's going to happen is that there will be now a Mulan crossover. Yeah. Well, there Mulan's already been in it, hasn't she? I don't know. I'm not saying they won't bring it back and push that even harder, but with a, still. With a terrible CGI dragon yeah, as her sidekick. Hopefully. Uh, bad. Really yeah. bad. I think, I don't know, I, I, I like the idea of some of them being live action, mm-hmm. but like Dumbo or Mulan, yeah. it's just like, come on, yeah. stop it. You've yeah. got to stop. Mm-hmm. There are better, I think there are other choices if you're going to do that. You Del know? Toro's been circling Pinocchio for years, mm-hmm. but I don't know if like he wants to do an original take or if he wants to do a Disney take. Disney's Disney presents Guillermo Del Toro's Pinocchio <laughs> is like the best sentence ever. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My butt's in the seat already. <laughs> I'm there. I want to see it. Uh, he's also been circling like Frankenstein and like 10 other things, so who yeah. knows if they'll ever make and it. But... Mountains at the Gates of Madness or whatever. Man, that, I'd pay. That is. I, I would pay. In blood what, to what see is that it? movie what at, is at it? the mouth or no, at the mountains of madness at the mountain of madness okay yeah uh, or just anything involving uh, uh, Lovecraft yeah and Tom Cruise Cthulhu yeah, Cth- Cthulhu Cthulhu Cthulhu, Cthulhu. Uh, which is why you should see uh, Sprig the, mm. the, the other movie I watched this week that's got some Cthulhu Lovecraft goodness in it yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, so we missed, uh, we haven't talked about it. I think we talked about it on the Facebook page, but X-Files is coming back. X-Files, yeah. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. They're calling it an event series, which, Mm -hmm. that's kind of a phrase that I hate. (laughs) Meaning, you think it's, it's supposed to be just kind of a reunion thing that doesn't go for very long? Well, they just call it an event, and I just get to thinking, like, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think, like... Well, like the Heroes, the reboot of Heroes that's coming back, that's an event series. I thought everybody, uh, I thought they like went after that show with pitchforks and torches because they hated it so bad. Well, they did at the end, I think, but now everybody's excited. I don't know. Okay. Everyone I've I've heard anybody say about that show is, I liked it at first and then it just... Yeah, I did too. Like, I liked the first season a lot, but yeah, it's, it's shitty. It's not good. Uh... But yeah, this idea of event, well, because it, 
instead of just saying a new season, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it just means that they're going to do 13 episodes and then be done, yeah. you know? I mean, the new Twin Peaks are doing the same thing. They're calling it a vet. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I am I am excited, though. Uh, I mean, our X-Files kind of fell off towards the end. Mm-hmm. Last couple seasons, I don't think were great. Well, didn't one of them left, right? Yeah, Mulder left for a while. Yeah. I think he got abducted or something. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> I I just spoiler. Cameron I, hasn't seen very many X Files episodes. No. Ironically, though, I think I've seen both movies. Oh, I have never seen the second movie. Um, I, I could be misremembering. I know I've seen the first one. The second one has Billy Connolly in it. So do you remember that? I don't that? think at the time it came out, I wouldn't have even known who Billy Connolly was. It came out, I think, in the fall of 08, because that was. The year yeah, the Dark Knight came out. It. But anyway, I just I never could get into the series. Like I watched a few episodes and knew people who were super into it. I just couldn't I couldn't do it. And I've even recently I've watched an episode and I'm just it's not that I don't like it, it's just it doesn't really pique my interest, I guess. Yeah. Well Boo. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I mean, I know it's a cliche at this point, but we're really mining the nostalgia fields hard. Well, that's because of people like us, though. Yeah, I guess. We're the problem. We are the problem. We are the future and the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it. I, it's. I mean, it's like anything, though. It's a, you know, they're, they're, if you like something or if something does well, mm-hmm. they're, of course they're going to run it into the ground. Yeah. You know? So it's, but the idea, I mean, just being that you can go back after 20, 30 years or whatever and recapture the magic so far hasn't proved to be um, particularly. It'll be interesting. I I mean, this year alone, it'll be interesting to see. uh, Well, X Files and Twin Peaks won't come out this year. Yeah. But uh, Star Wars Mm -hmm. and Mad Max. Yeah. Uh, which come on, we're Mad Max. Speaking of Mad Max, was announced May fifteenth for the release date. Yeah, hell yes, mm-hmm. because that looks just like unbridled insanity. Yeah, the trailer looks amazing. So there's that to be said. Yeah. For that one. So you know, but again, it's not you know, it's not Gibson. I mean, he's mm-hmm. not coming back. George Miller's the, still the director, but mm-hmm. that's a little different. But yeah, like with Twin Peaks, I mean, every well, most of the remaining or surviving cast is coming back yeah speaking of twin peaks um i john corlew who was on our show recently which y'all should check out the um if you haven't seen it the wild front episode is a hoot and a holler but (laughs) yeah but um john sent me a video a youtube video of david lynch making quinoa It's just absurd. Just, it's just like somebody's kooky grandpa telling you how to how to prepare grains. Well, have you ever seen the video of Christopher Walken cooking a chicken? No. Yeah, he like makes a like a chicken with a can of pears in it. No, it, I have and it's not seen it's this. serious. Like it's not a joke. He's making a fucking chicken in his kitchen in Connecticut. Well, they need to do a crossover, don't they? Oh my god! Like David Lynch and. Um, and Christopher Walken in the kitchen together, just... I would pay all of the money for that. I mean, really, should, it should be called David David Lynchin in the Kitchen. No? That's too that's too hard. Never mind. Scratch that. <sighs> wow. You've ruined the podcast. 
<laughs> Everybody. Everybody's gone. Hates this now. Um. What else? Oh, so uh, Super Troopers. Let's talk about that. Okay. I think it's incredible. So I love Super Troopers. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite comedies of all time. In less than I think it was less than eighteen hours, they hit their goal. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Their goal was two million dollars. Yeah. And this is like one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that guy who bitches about crowdfunding for stuff like this, mm-hmm. but man, I was so behind that idea. But I, I, you know, the thing I do like about some of this stuff getting crowdfunding is it means that the model might be changing on some level. And what? And way? That, well, that just that the creative decisions aren't made by the money people because the money people are the fans and, and they say we'll do what you want yeah this, we want to see you do your movie you know and that's what it kind of sounded like i mean they they said that they were doing it on their own terms you know mm-hmm. that they that this was their effort to be like okay well we're in charge of the future of this you yeah. know and i think that's kind of neat um personally i'm not i wasn't a fan of super troopers i've seen it so long ago that it's hard for me to even i know get out that's why Cameron. when you mentioned this earlier, I just stayed quiet because I was like, we'll save it for the podcast. Oh, God. Um, I just, something about the tone of the humor just isn't, it isn't. It's too potty humor for well, you, it's Cameron. it's not me. I don't know how else to put it. I didn't get into it. <laughs> I'm not going around saying right meow and like laughing my head off. Oh, well, people who still do that should be castrated. <laughs> okay. Well, as long as they're on the same page there. But there's just something about the brand of Broken Lizard that I'm just not crazy about. The I mean, they did these other movies See, that look, just looked so Yeah, that's bad. the thing. I don't like the other movies, but I really like Super Troopers. I'm trying to... They did the beer one. They did Beer Fest, uh, Club Dread, and The Slam and Salmon. Okay. I think that's it. The, I just... All the previews I saw, I was just like, ugh. But I mean, it's I didn't see them, so I can't really... No, they're not good. Them, okay. I mean, I don't. Re- I like. Yeah, I don't. I didn't like the other ones. And a lot of people did, or at least uh, beer league or beer fest or whatever. I think, it was. I think it's beer fest. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I did. I wasn't crazy about that. So, I mean, the idea is that if we get these people back together to make their uh, to make their movie and they're playing the same characters, that it's going to be funny again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I hopes. Yeah, I mean, again, it's that thing. I mean, it's not. It's nostalgia at a at a much like a shorter uh, time span. But, yeah, much uh, a much quicker um, recycle ratio. Yeah. Like how that's almost twenty years that was made. Like ninety seven. Super Troopers. Wasn't it? Oh, no, it was made in the two thousands. Really? I thought it was a little earlier. Uh, uh-uh, okay. uh-uh. I think it's oh five or oh six. Okay. Man, uh, really? Yeah. Okay. I could have sworn I was in high school at the time, but... It's 2001. It's yep. 2001. Space Odyssey. <laughs> uh, so you were in high school. I was in mm-hmm. high school. Uh, man. You ever get deja vu? Never. Oh. Hmm? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I understand where you're coming from mm-hmm. about it. Um, it's still pretty cool. They reached that amount of money. Well, yeah, again, it's it's not... I don't have a... I am glad these these campaigns are, like, being funded because it it has to do with the industry changing because it kind of needs to before it just collapses. Well, itself. and I think that's... We live kind of... I mean, for us especially, it's an exciting time because 
everything's changing about our business. You know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, it's all, it's all going to be different always. Yeah. Uh, or until, you know, I think it's working towards a point where it's going to level out again for a while. Yeah. But I think that includes crowdfunding and putting the putting the power back in everybody else's hands. Yeah, you know? exactly. Uh, like with It Follows is a good example. I mean, mm-hmm. because of positive uh, limited screenings, it you know went from going to be a direct video on demand to uh, you know twelve hundred screens and yeah. opening even further this weekend. Yeah. So it just kind of it reinforces the idea that the cream rises to the top. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, it's it's an interesting landscape. Uh, and then you know, I mean, that whole thing about like Zach Braff, uh, regardless of how I felt, I say felt because I don't really feel that way anymore. Uh, it's that I mean, it proved itself when it bombed you mm-hmm. know like i mean it was critically panned across yeah. the board yeah and i mean that's that's just part of it if you want to get in on it at the beginning of it you kind of take a risk that the movie could suck right you can you can give your 10 15 20 bucks and the movie could suck but all you're doing is just paying for the ticket before it's made right as opposed to the other way around you know right so uh congratulations to them i mean i'll be interested you know i'll, I'll watch it uh, and we'll see what happens, I yeah. guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on. Batman. Batman. Batman of the studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam West, just today, Adam West and Burt Ward have announced that they are coming back for an animated movie based on the 60s Batman television show. This is exciting in a lot of a lot of ways. Why? The, the idea of there being more of that kind of Batman. Right. My comment on this initially was uh back when batman was fun yeah it's not that it's not that dark batman doesn't have its place i think there's at the there are elements of batman that are by nature dark but just you know huh batman by nature yeah exactly and uh (laughs) it's it's good to see him kind of taking this angle in this in in this economy in this climate where it's, you know, we're post-Nolan, we're in the middle of, you know, a lot of dark DC stuff. Yeah, uh, definitely a different tack than Marvel. I mean, Marvel still, you know, is, is dark. Mm-hmm. It can be, but, like, Marvel still has a sense of fun to it, where I feel right. like DC is just really dark yeah. uh, with everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, man, I mean, well, and it, again, it goes back to, the, I guess, I mean, the theme of our show always, but the theme especially today is nostalgia. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it, uh, the, well, yesterday we went to world market and they had, you know, they have the old retro toy section. They had bendable versions of the, you know, the sixties Batman characters. Yeah. There's yeah. action figures. Now there's a brand new box set. Uh, you know, so it's so the appreciation for that stuff definitely is, isn't waning. Right. Bruce waiting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah. That's really okay. funny. All right. Yay. He just slapped me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That was yeah. really good. Yeah. <laughs> Waning Enterprises. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's perfect. Yep. My day is made. Anyway. <laughs> um, 
so, but my thing is, who do they get besides Burt Ward and Adam West? Well, Everybody else is, well, I think what I'd, what I'd really like to see is, um, <coughs> like, <coughs> Kevin Conroy or, um, or Mark Hamill or any of the, you know, the, the more current names and Batman voice right. casting. Sure. Um, sure. to come back and play roles that have nothing to do with, you know, n- obviously not Batman and right. not the Joker. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, either Kevin Conroy or, um, Mark Hamill as Green, Green, uh, Hornet would be really cool. Yeah. Cause, uh, Green Hornet guested on the original, yeah. the 60s show. Yeah. Um, and I would love to see some of the villain. I mean, the most ridiculous villains, King Tut, Egghead. Uh, Wasn't there one called the Clock King or something? Yeah, he's, yeah. I mean, they're all bad. They're just bad. They're just bad. There's some really bad villains. Um, in the best way. But then, you know, like, I just wonder if they're going to recast them or mm-hmm. if they're just going to go in a completely different direction. It's a good question. I'll be interested to see how it pans out. Uh, last night was the finale of Walking Dead. Yep. Season five. Yep. Four? Five. Five. I don't even know. I think it's five. Yeah. Uh, did you enjoy it? I liked it pretty well. There's there's just so many people complaining about The Walking Dead, and uh, I, I, still, I still enjoy it. I've never been like, this is the greatest show ever, but I do appreciate the... The, the, uh, the soapbox I've been on lately is that... Um, <laughs> in this, and this is something in common with Breaking Bad, is that, you know... Not every episode has to be gold to me. Not every episode has to be action-packed and just tons of stuff happening. I enjoy the fact that The Walking Dead, at least at some points, is trying to create art. And um, What did you just say? Yeah. You really ch- feel that way? Yeah. I feel like there are time- they do things that are definitely subtle, especially okay. when compared to other, other, to other TV show. Like, the... Just... The little hints, the the little things they do to develop characters, it's just not you don't see that on every show. And I'm not saying Walking Dead is like great and it's always they're always hitting home runs, but the fact that it's that big and they're doing things that I feel like are risky in terms of alienating viewers. I mean, all you have to do is look at people's comments about um, the the open of this season where Tyrese died and they spent the entire episode. Sorry if you haven't seen it, but Spoiler, yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> they spent the entire episode on that, and people were pissed off. Like everyone I talked to about it was just like, "Oh, I can't believe you! Know, they could have done so much other stuff." My thought was, they spent a lot of time exploring Tyrese's character and right. what what like his character meant in the context of the group. Exactly, and, yeah. and in context of that world, yeah, and how the world was different, and how he was still trying to be quote-unquote a good guy and right. what that meant and even his own conflicting thoughts as to whether you could actually be a good guy like if you could be alive and still be a good guy and sure world. so to me i appreciate the show for just trying to do something different even despite the fact that it's so huge and they have so much to lose right you know? yeah i mean that's fair uh i think i mean i don't think that it's bad Mm-hmm. And I have definitely been in the camp that you've been in of, like, I'm not disappointed. Yeah. Just, when we get, I think part of it is, 
I have a easier time committing to it when they don't take the mid-season break. Yeah. Or when they weren't taking that break, which I mm-hmm. guess started in two or three. Yeah. Yeah, I think but, it was three they started doing that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it, it just, when I come back, I'll watch, like, the first episode, and I'm just, I get bored. Mm-hmm. Not that I think that the show is particularly boring, I just, I have a harder time committing to it. Uh, what I really have a hard time with is this Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah, even I'm I'm kind of in that camp too. We, as much as I like the show, I I don't understand. We this. watched the trailer earlier, uh, and it uh, number one, t- like everything was all oh, get get ready for the Fear of the Walking Dead preview. Mm-hmm. It is 16 seconds long, and it says nothing at all. Yep, you get a couple of city shots, a little amoeba dancing around, and, and then that's a, it. Uh, a zombie down a hallway. Yep. Um. This and it premieres this summer. Mm-hmm. Now let's if they take a mid-season break, comes back in the fall, which leads up to the premiere of The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. I cannot take a year-round Walking Dead. Yeah, I may I'll give this a chance, but I'll probably end up skipping it just because even The Walking Dead is starting to feel like there's only so much you can do with the show. Right, you know. I kind of there's part of me that thinks they should wrap it up, even though they totally won't. No, I feel no, not like for another four or five years. That's what's disappointing about the show. That would be my one complaint: <laughs> is that there there's no uh, there's no end game. No, because and well, even in the comic, I mean, there's no you know they're still going, and it's I'm bored by that too. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they just did a big time jump, and and I guess that's okay. But there's just there's stuff that they're not exploring, and you know, I guess I mean there's still things that they could plumb from, but uh, you know, overall it's it's just ugh. stop. Like you you can only do this, you know, like the the survivor story is only interesting for so long. Yeah, especially, and I mean maybe they're kind of thinking this, especially with the, I was gonna say especially with the same people. Yeah. But I mean maybe that's the idea behind the spinoff. But I mean, the spinoff is, is supposed to be like pre pre infection or whatever you want to say, pre patient zero. So I, I'm just kind of having a hard time uh, being interested. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I, I feel like we're gonna get saturated. Eventually, there's gonna come. I feel like in the next couple of years, we're gonna be sick of <laughs> post apocalyptic. Here's stuff. my thing. I feel oversaturated because not only is it, you know, on TV and everywhere. I mean, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. But now it's at conventions. And I love conventions. But there was a big thing recently where one of the guests who was from The Walking Dead was charging $10 for a meet and greet, which to even go up and talk to the person, mm-hmm. which is unheard of at a convention. That's the whole point of going to the convention is just, just don't go if you're going to charge for that. Right? I mean, it's, it's – they're – and the thing is, is it's so hard to get into conventions now because of Walking Dead fans. Mm-hmm. They have just taken out. They don't give a shit about the horror stuff. Mm-hmm. Not to say that The Walking Dead isn't horror. I mean, it is, but it's, you know, they show up and I'm just like, ugh. Well, they're kind of ruining the experience. Well, I'd say, I mean, the the whole con culture is has exploded, you know, across the board. You know, if you're even talking Dragon Con, I was talking to somebody yesterday or the day before about Dragon Con and they are from Atlanta and they had used to go, you know, a few years ago and they were saying even then, 
um, you could tell things were changing. Sure. And, and there's just a lot going on. Right. I mean, Comic-Con is not about comics. You know what I'm no, saying? Yeah, like, yeah. So, and that's not a complaint so much as, you know, that's just this shift. But there's still... I don't think anybody goes to comic conventions anymore thinking that, you know, mm-hmm. that it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I still go to horror conventions because I want to, you know... There's a certain expectation. Yeah. Uh, and quite frankly, Walking Dead is ruining that, you know? Well, and I, I, not necessarily the show, but I mean, the fans are. Uh, it's a double-edged thing because there's... You want people to be into the things you're into, you know, sometimes. Right. And you want to be able to talk on a on a big scale about... That have a Walking Dead convention. Well, yeah, they should. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I understand. And, and the thing is, like... Reedus and and uh, Rooker and, and uh, uh, you know a lot of these people have done other things. Mm-hmm. You know Rooker was in Slither and you know he's not. I mean he's done all these great you know things. Unless we forget Mallrats. Uh, let's okay. Let's forget Mallrats. Yeah, yeah, and the fucking sequel. Ugh, I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. one thing I refuse to talk about. Um, <laughs> but you know I would love to meet him. His fee a year ago was like forty bucks. It's up to like eighty now. I mean, it's outrageous. Yeah. You know? But that's due to The Walking Dead. Or due to they're not getting paid anything to act. Well, I understand that they do make a lot of money at these conventions, but come on, there's there's no excuse for that. I mean, I don't think you should, totally. But if you're not even making... I don't know. I don't know what their situation is, but... Um, yes, it should just be, there should be a Walking Dead convention that travels or something. Yeah, uh, I don't really get it. Um, so, enough about The Walking Dead. That, that's the whole point of that conversation. Enough about The Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's talk about a few trailers. We're gonna cut to a few trailers, we're gonna come back and talk about them. Spectre, Southpaw, and Maggie. I wanna talk about these things. Alright. So here we go. You're a kite dancing in a hurricane, Mr. Bond. Welcome, James. It's been a long time. And finally, here we are. I expected a hard fight, you know. Um, I put my family through a lot. The harder you fight, I get it. Let's go! Only now you've taken way too many hits before you get off. Thank you. Dad, you've protected me all my life. Now it's my turn to protect you. There is life with you, not with me. Come looking for me. I'm safe. I'm fine. James Bond. Spectre. I can't. I can't not experience James Bond without the filter of, of the Nintendo 64 Goldeneye. Stop it. Everything. <laughs> everything. Because that's my defining Bond experience. I didn't see any of the movies. Um, Gold, uh, Goldfinger is on my. You haven't seen that list. Okay. That's um, be on mine as well. So, and I don't think I've seen any of the old ones in their entirety to this day. Okay, I've, so just playing the game was your 
experience? Yeah, so I'm 12, and I played that for, you know, months straight, hours a day, because, you know... I was, what else are you going to do? Yeah, 12. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to dual-wield uh, DD4 Dust Stavis or whatever and mow through some people. <laughs> but the, it's, yeah, every time I see or experience James Bond, it's it's always through that for some reason. It's right. It's kind of ridiculous, but whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean... I, I was a GoldenEye fan. Mm-hmm. I saw the movie. I've seen a couple of the Brosnan ones, and I didn't care for them. I don't really yeah. care for a lot of the older ones. Yeah. I love the Craig Bond movies. Mm-hmm. Did I you fucking love them? Okay, Quantum of Solace. I wasn't crazy about it. Okay, but I don't hate it. See, I wasn't crazy about uh, Casino Royale. I know, weird, right? Yes. Yeah. So weird. Um, Hannibal is the villain. Come on. Yeah, that was he. He does make a really good villain, although he goes out like a, like bitch. a bitch. He does go like, like a bitch. He does kind of go out like a bitch. Um, Bond gets hit in the balls. That it, was a weird scene. Yeah, I I was kind of I never could quite understand the mechanics. Right. Not that I really wanted to, but like just the idea of it, I was like, what is even happening? But uh, weirdly, I did like Quantum of Solace, which everybody hated. See, I didn't hate it. I wasn't and, crazy about it. Okay. However, well, Skyfall. Skyfall. We can all agree. Oh my god! Is a hell of a thing. It's incredible. Yeah. Uh, that was one of those movies. I sat in the theater and I was just giddy. Like yeah. I mean, it's just so much fun. Javier Bardem, a great villain. He kind of well, no, he goes out all right, I guess. He what? He goes out out all right, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. He's in it till the end. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that movie, man. That movie just kind of. Uh, just I liked it out of the that park. it. Maybe I liked it so much because it drew Home Alone comparisons. <laughs> James Bond's makes makes traps. Yes, and all that I, was because of you know budget. They they lost a huge chunk of their budget. I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, that's for what I understand. Oh. Uh, and they had to rewrite so they, the whole last act of the film. And they were like, Javier Bardem's going to slip on some micro machines. Yep, and just and they get hit with a paint can. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but this, I mean, it's just a teaser, but... It looks to be very much in the same vein. Yeah. I think Mendez is doing this one as well. Yeah. Uh, and you fucking get Christoph Waltz as Blofeld, like the ultimate Bond villain, mm-hmm. which is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Christoph uh, Waltz in any, pretty much anything, any is, anything. Is great, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm totally on board for this. Yeah. Uh, I've been watching the behind the scenes stuff. I love all of it. The, the teaser's perfect. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know where they're going to go with it or anything. You know, there's some familial history that Bond's hiding, I guess. This is so, it's weird. I mean, even with Skyfall, it just got so much more personal. Yeah. Than I, I mean, I had associated with James Bond up to that point. Because right. he's always just a cold-hearted, you know, yeah. nothing in particular about his character. He doesn't get angry. He doesn't right. fall in love. He doesn't do anything, you right. know? And it's just like, it, even starting with Casino Royale, it's like he does fall in love. And that, yeah. that's part yeah. of the whole dynamic is him kind of going off the rails once she dies. Yep. So it's it's just interesting. Yeah, when we to open see. with Skyfall, I mean, he's, you know, well, I mean, he it's a big action sequence, but then mm-hmm. after he gets, you know, shot, it's, yeah. it, he really goes off the rails. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I like it though. I like I like where they're taking it. Um, I think Craig has one more after this, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. It makes me sad, but it's okay. but I mean, 
Who would you like to see take over? Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Idris uh, Elba. The, yeah, Idris, Idris Elba. Elba. I mean, that's not a bad idea. The, it's funny you say that because I was going to say the guy that's in Blackish. Uh,. In a, in a joking way. <laughs> the, the main oh, guy Anthony that was... Anthony Anderson? The guy that was in Transformers. Is that his name, Anthony Anderson? Is that who that is? I don't know. Pretty sure that's him. Either way, Idris Elba is the answer. Yeah. To uh, all our problems. Right. Yeah, I can't think of anybody else. I would love to see Fast that. Fastbender, maybe. You, you think maybe he's getting a little too old for it, though? No. At least one. Give me one yeah, Idris just Elba one. Just, just one Timothy Dalton one-off. And then he yes. can be, and then he can be the villain in the next when we go back to the well for the next Rocketeer movie. <laughs> I mean, yes. come on! I think they need to reboot Rocketeer. Have you have you seen that? Yeah, that's why I'm saying they need to make it better. Yeah, they need to make a movie that doesn't suck. Oh come on, it's not that. Yeah, it is. It's, it's pretty it's bad. Off. All right, it's bad. Uh, go from one extreme to the other though with Southpaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, Oscar bait. Yeah. Like, total Jake Gyllenhaal Oscar bait. Yeah, and it's it looks like a great job, but then again, it looks like, it, to me, I just got the vibe of every other boxer movie. Yeah, yeah, the fighter, Rocky, I mean... Just uh, show Raging me, Bull, I mean, you could just start with making him not a white guy, like, anything. Yeah. Show me yeah. something else. Um, um, yeah, I don't know, I, th- I think it's, uh, well, what's interesting, uh... Anton Fuqua is directing. Mm-hmm. Kurt Soder is. Where do the I know writer. Anton Fuqua? Uh, he did Training Day, the Equalizer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but uh, Kurt Soder was uh, Sons of Anarchy show creator, mm-hmm. and he wrote the movie. So okay. that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, but beyond that, yeah, I don't know. I, the thing that Mallory, Chris, you know, my roommates. Uh, commented on I mean you see the entire film in the trailer that's true it is a really story heavy trailer yeah yeah that's true I didn't think about that <laughs> I mean it, hmm. it gives you first second and third act in the entire you know like over a course of yeah two and a half minutes two minutes and 31 seconds yeah and you just I mean what he fights the guy and gets his kid back like I don't I mean yeah that's what's gonna happen I don't the end like I mean, it just seems so generic, and but it's total Oscar bait. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not gonna go for that one. That's why Raging Bull's my favorite boxing movie because he, you know, he wins a lot, and his life doesn't gets wor- You know, it gets right. worse. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, well, it seems like it borrows that from this borrows that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's yeah, winning and true, he's a champion. True. And Wife gets shot. Yeah, his wife gets shot. Sorry, that's not a spoiler. That's in the fucking trailer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last but not least, the one that I'm kind of most excited about, mm-hmm. Maggie. I'm interested. I don't understand what's going on exactly. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> like in my life, man. <laughs> like no, there's some kind of disease where people get aggressive. It's, so kind it's of zombie. It's zombies. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. A zombie. It's a it's a zombie art house drama. With Arnold fucking Schwarzenegger. My energy. Um, I just... I guess I just don't know quite what to make of it. It does look pretty good. Um, but the, when, just the, the subtitles... I what's going through your... No, well, the when I really got thrown off was... Cure. Cure her. Yeah. Save her. Yeah. 
kill her. Yeah. And to me, it's like, okay, well, is his ultimate mission to kill her because she's infected? And well, if at so, a, at that... a certain point, the cure probably isn't going to work. Yeah. So, so what else do you do? Well, I don't know. I just... it's If that's the ultimate um, fate for his daughter or whatever, it, it seems like maybe you just would have done that to begin with. Yeah, I but I know. think he's going to try, you know. He says the thing in the trailer where, you know, I promise your mother I'd, you know, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's, uh-huh. it's pretty standard shit. But what sets it apart, I think, is tone. Uh, you know, it looks a lot. It looks like, I mean, it looks like a independent zombie mm-hmm. movie with yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. in it. Uh, so aside from the subtitles, yeah. if you were to take that away, what do you think of it? Uh, it Again, it looks, it looks relatively interesting. Um, I know that's such a crappy on the, answer. On the Cameron Mess scale, where does it <laughs> the Mess scale? It sta- it stands above Mess for okay. sure. If I'm going on a one to ten, I'm saying the trailer itself is hovering around the six seven okay. area. Yeah, I'm giving it like an eight or a nine for me because okay. I'm really I just think it's so bizarre mm-hmm. and it's just that thing the, that we talked about earlier of there's just in this trailer there's a lot of beautiful imagery. Yeah. Uh, and which is lacking, and this is this this thing of so we watched uh, a girl walks home alone at night, which is a, a vampire movie mm-hmm. that and like only lovers left alive, and then like this with uh, uh, like the battery uh, and these other independent movies, you could still do things that are really popular, mm-hmm. like zombies. You know, people are saying zombies are done. I don't know, man. I mean, if you do it like this, this is getting really good press, you know. Yeah. So. I, th- I think it's possible. Uh, I believe the words were uh, Schwarzenegger is superb. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? Not ever been? ain't it cool news? No. What like what has that been written ever? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. This is maybe this is a new phase in his career. Yeah. You know? Well, very much. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's still total bizarre. recall too. Total recall too. We need to. Re- we need. <laughs> we forget about whatever that was. That came out the remake. Oh, with yeah, Colin Farrell. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. I didn't see it. I had no bad. desire. But man, Total Recall is a great movie. <laughs> I like that it went from let's yeah. talk about him in a renaissance in his career to going to do remakes. Yeah, yeah, and sequels like Terminator Genesis. Oh boy, I don't. I don't I'm excited. I'm so that. excited about it. I don't care. I'm. They spelled thrilled. Genesis wrong, Mike. Like, Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Anyway, uh, yeah, man, that's that wraps it up. I think so. It was a good one. Yeah, we went hard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> if y'all only know the links we go to to bring you this commentary. Yeah, this one was weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, some technicalities, but yep. whatever. Uh, anyway. We pushed through for we, the we, listening We made audience. it f- for you. All six of you. Uh... So for We're Gonna Need a Bigger Show, this is Ben. Darren Bridgels. I have been Mike D. Thank you all so much for listening. We will see you next week in the news. Oh, yeah. Goodbye. Bye. We're gonna need a big show. We're gonna need a big show.